Well, welcome to the Speak With People podcast. My name is Jason Reitz. I'm so excited that you are joining us today. Just as a reminder, this podcast exists because words matter, and we believe that healthy communication is oxygen for your relationships and your leadership. So whether you communicate one-on-one, on a team, from a stage, or from behind a screen, We hope to challenge you, to encourage you to choose to communicate in healthy ways because we know when you do, your world will be better for it. Well, today could be one of my absolute favorite uh, podcasts because I get to interview someone that I can't wait to learn from. It's someone that I've been following his career and his path for a while, and I'm just so grateful for all the great content that he puts out, and we have just a deep admiration for him. So uh, he has uh, traveled and spoke. He's an author. He's got some really great uh, YouTube videos that we'll post in the the show notes, and he just uh, released this book, uh, Leveling Up, that we'll talk about uh, here in a minute, but I'd like to welcome Ryan Leak to the Speak With People podcast. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you for being here. Hey, man. It's a, it's my honor and privilege. This is one of the subjects that I love speaking about the most. So, so super excited to be with you today. Well, for our listeners who maybe don't know you, wondering if you could just kind of give us the cliff notes of your story, yeah. where you're from, who you are, what you do, family, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So I, I grew up in the church um, and loved what my my dad was a pastor. Mm. I love what he did in the community and saw the difference he can make in people's lives when, mm. you know, people just showed up to essentially hear him speak week in and week out. <laughs> right. Um, that was that was a day and age where, you know, the senior pastor did like 51 weekends a year, you know, so, <laughs> so healthy, right? Um, and I, I, I love that, but then I thought about all the people that weren't coming and mm. I, I had this... Um, heart for ministry, but a mind for business and just like, you know, how the world works and whatnot. So I went to, ended up going to a Bible school and got a business degree. I still didn't really know what that meant, but mm. I, I, I've, I've sort of always had this mix and everyone in my life has always told me, you're going to have to pick one day. Uh. And I'm not saying that they're wrong. It's just that uh, they've been saying that for about 20 years, and <laughs> and so here here we are. So I have a, a, a rather unique role. I get to be um, a, on the teaching team at three uh, considerably large churches wow. that I rotate between. Wow! Um, each and each and every week. It was five until mm. uh, my corporate speaking um, went to a level that created a demand on my body and calendar and mm. family at a level that I said, Hey, I had to, um, I had to walk away from a couple of teaching teams that I dearly love, uh, yes. just because of, you know, pace and, and all of that. So today I, I continue to serve, uh, two churches that are in Texas and one church that is in Minnesota. Um, so I do that. That's my, uh, weekend mm. jobs, if you will. And then during the week, and I get an opportunity to to serve companies and professional sports teams uh, around the world. And uh, I consider it a privilege every single day. Wow. That's just incredible. Hopefully, yeah. you're, uh, when you travel to Minnesota, it's not uh, January or February. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I went to school in Minnesota. Oh, okay. Uh, grew up in Chicago. And I'm there like once or twice a month. And oh, wow. I've got tons of clients there. It, I Ironically, I got... I have a whole section of my closet that is literally for going north. 
<laughs> that's how often I I go there. It's, right. So, so anyways, so that's it, incredible. Um, it, it it doesn't bother me too much. So. Yes. Well, let's dive in because today what we really want to talk about in this conversation is just yeah. you know our pursuit uh, of of growth as a communicator, and so we want to dive into this idea of you know are, are there practices, are there habits, you know, daily, monthly, regularly that that you just you know, they mean a lot to you or you, you employ to continue sure. to grow your craft of speaking and communicating. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I would encourage people to do is, is to watch yourself speak mm. on silent. <laughs> okay. Watch yourself speak on silent. It's amazing what you thought you said mm. until you watch yourself on silent. Some right. of the most profound communicators in the world forget to smile. Mm. And if you watch it on silent, you're like, man, they're, they're that's really angry communicators. <laughs> like, why are they so mad? Because we're because sometimes we're passionate. But, right. But if you, but if you, it's like you're like, is he cussing that those people out? Like, what's what's going on? Right. Now, exactly. Most people won't. May, 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 may or may not like this next statement, but who would you say is the number one speaker in the world? In the world. Period. <sighs> Tony Robbins? Boy, I'm, I'm not sure. That's what most people would say. Okay. It's Joel Osteen. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And, and people don't like that. Right. People don't want to admit that. Mm. Seven million People watch him every week. Wow. Do the math. Multiply it by 52. Wow. They're, they're, it's not close. Right. It's not close. Watch him on silent. Mm. Watch him with the volume off. And then you go, well, maybe that's why he's the number one communicator in the world. <laughs> right? He doesn't you look can so argue, angry. You can argue with me about what he's saying and this and that. And, yep. whatever. and again, those are friends of mine. So I love right. you. Right. But you can say whatever you want, but it's just like, watch him on silent. If you right. want to become a better communicator, watch him on silent. He is the number one communicator in the world. Wow. I uh, I actually had the chance once to speak to the middle school and high school group at uh, Lakewood. And so yeah. I'll never forget, I get done, I'm walking around yeah. and I just couldn't help myself. So I snuck in, you know, to the auditorium and I sure? made my way up to the stage and I'm taking selfies. And then by the time I get to the globe, like a couple of security <laughs> guards were like, you can't be in here, but it was right? a blast. But wow, you, that is so profound. You are so correct. I mean, it, it's, it's, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, he's, it's, he's not the person you typically study, mm. but I, I think you can learn from any communicator and, and he's one you you watch him with the volume off and you'll go, man, it's it's a it's amazing how you can make people feel with a story. Yes. It's amazing how you can make people feel with body language. Yes. Some sometimes I'll just have a seat. Hmm. Because I'm six three and I've got long arms and I and I love to talk like this and it's you know. Right. But then there's sometimes you just you need to pull up a stool and you know look an audience in the eye and and say hey I know it's really hard to forgive people mm. and that's that's just not easy 
And it's, and if you watch that movement again, with the sound off, you could go, he was telling an exciting story, but then there was something that you need to take a seat for. And there's certain things you need to take a stand for. And so, so I, I think that that that's one of the tips that I always tell people is like, Hey, you should check out yourself on, on mm -hmm. silent. The second, the second tip again, isn't very popular um, because it makes people feel uncomfortable, but a lot of communicators are looking for opportunities. Mm. There has never been a greater opportunity to speak than in 2023. Wow. Wow. It's called the internet. <laughs> you can speak every day. Yep. For the rest of your life. And get real time feedback. <laughs> yeah, very true. Like if you need to get your 10,000 hours in, you could pull out your phone right now and get to work. Right. It It's amazing to me. Like I get, you know, 120 opportunities to speak a year. Yet there are people that want to speak more, but I still create more content than they do. Wow. <laughs> so, right. So it's right. like I'm, I'm still... The, opp the same opportunity that you and I can have of pulling out our phone and, you know, uh, even for me, I'm fortunate enough to be on the Bible app where I create devotionals and mm. put it on the app and do the verse of the day. And, and um, it, a lot of people have recognized me from the Bible app. So right. wherever I go in the world, it's hilarious. Like I'll be at a corporate event and I'll be like, <laughs> are you that guy? I know you, you're on uh -huh. the Bible. Well, one day I just woke up and I was like, you know, and, and whenever I was on the Bible app, you version would say, Hey, will you post it on your social mm. platforms to let people know? Yeah, yeah, of course. And whenever I would do that, I would notice that, you know, views and comments and engagement would go up. And I was like, Oh man, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Well, then one day I woke up and I went, do I need you versions permission? to record a video of myself talking about the Bible. <laughs> no. And so I just, just did a, a random one. Yep. Same engagement. And so it's like, I think sometimes we're like, we feel like prisoner to like, I'm waiting for somebody to, to get that invite or to right. just, no, just go add value to people's lives. Wow. Like, as soon as I'm done with this recording, I'm going to record a devotional for people throughout the holidays who have lost loved ones. Ooh, do I yeah. need you virgins permission to do that? Do, who I don't, do I need to, do I need to go speak at a church to be able to do that? It's just like, no, I, I'm just going to go add value to people's lives. A lot of people miss their dad and their mom and their sister and have family emergencies and Christmas plans. Gosh, and that's holiday so good. Plans. Just, right. And so I, I tell people, Hey, every day, like just go create something, go write something, go, go record something. We, we record over 30 pieces of content a month. Wow. Now, sometimes we'll do it all in one day. Mm -hmm. We might use 18 or 20 pieces. Mm. Some stuff I thought was genius. 
last month when we recorded it, but a month later, I'm like, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just... Right. Or, you know, some of it has so much pandemic language in it, but mm. like, you, it's amazing what changes in a month. Right. So you're like, yeah, maybe it's already outdated. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. You missed the moment. The moment you filmed it, it was perfect, but, but, but the context 30 days later, it's just, it's just not... The biggest difference between me and most content creators is I'm willing to create bad content. Mm. I'm willing to fail every day. And most people aren't. So I've also noticed the things that I think are going to have the most engagement don't. And the things that I think I'm like, man, I, I'm going to post it, but I, I, it's, it's not going to go well. So it takes off. Right. <laughs> it's never like, I really don't have a pulse on, on mm. what, you know, and there's some things that on LinkedIn, it's like, man, this really hit a button with professionals that didn't really hit a button with TikTok or, and, and vice versa. Right. I and mean, it just. Um, so I'm not the master of algorithms by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but I am willing to, to create the content every single day. Mm. By the time I get on a stage, I have 10 to 12 things that I know are hot buttons for people yeah. that I know matter for people that are really going to to drive an impact so whether i know the mechanics of how to stand or how to tell a joke or tell a story it's like if you don't know people's pain by the time you get on the stage it really doesn't matter you're not going to make an impact so wow. so i wow. think for me uh yes it is wonderful to be on large stages each and every week and i feel very blessed in that mm -hmm. manner but i'm not waiting for those stages to yep. go and add value to people's lives. So yep. those, those would be two tips. I think creating content every day and also just watching yourself on, on silent. Yeah, boy, that's just incredible. I was listening to a podcast this morning and Rory Vaden uh, was speaking and he just said, uh, you know, he just kind of made his life goal you know, just to help others succeed. He's like, it's a fire that never burns out. And so you just, you know, talking right there about producing this content to help others. I mean, that's just huge oh, yeah. be because we just get into this phase where we're like, I want the likes or I, I want the platform. I want to build my platform. And maybe sometimes we lose sight of, wait a minute, yeah. we're in this to help. And that's, boy, that's incredible advice. Yeah, I, I you know, and and I think to be to be a little transparent, you know, you and I were just talking about um, my most recent book launch, uh, leveling up, and we're, we're super excited about the book, and and I believe that it adds value to other mm. people, which is why I wrote the book. However, during a book launch, it can just it is so contrary to like the fiber of my being. <laughs> in terms of like self-promoting right. does that make sense right absolutely now that the book is out i i feel like whew, i can get back to just helping people on the internet mm. and just like like yeah buy my book man it'd be great if you don't okay 
I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Does that make like, I, yeah. I, but you have yeah. so much pressure, right? You know, to hit this list and to do this, and you're trying to hit New York Times. And guess what? We didn't hit New York Times. And it's like freeing because it's yeah. like, great, I can get back to just being myself again. You know, yeah. it's just like, like, I can't wait to just help people today. And hey, if you end up getting a book or taking a course or, or whatever, hey, that, that's awesome. But like at my core, man, I wake up thinking, man, how can I have value to other people? Mm. And, um, and I'm, not, I don't, I'm, I'm not the salesman. That's, yeah. that's just not me. Yeah, and I feel like the book launch almost forced me to to be in that vein a little bit, and it's kind of like you know, so trying to do that in a tasteful, tactful way. Yes, is is the it, I did my best to do that, but I'll just tell you transparently, I was uncomfortable the whole time. <laughs> wow. wow, the whole time, and now that it's out and like the list are out and all that, I'm just like. <sighs> <laughs> I'm like, listen, like I'll, and here's what I've learned too. Like, man, if you, if you, if you consistently wake up trying to add value to other people's lives, people are going to ask you to speak and people are going to buy your books. Yes. You, you don't, you don't have to, to sell. Does that make sense? Yep. So, yep. so anywho, that, I love that. that. That's, those are, those are kind of my, uh, yeah. my, my secret sauces. So, well, and I appreciate that, that vulnerability. And I can tell you, I had the honor of being a part of the the book launch team, and uh, yeah. I didn't think you came across in those self promotion type ways at all. Well, like it was, yeah. yeah. Your team was your team was great, and um, you know, I'd really recommend if you haven't yet or heard about it. You know, leveling up by Ryan Leak. You know, grab a copy. It's it's been huge in my life. Like I've I've loved it. Yeah. You know, kind of going through those those twelve questions. I just you know couple more uh, questions yeah. for you. So when you were like at the very beginning, you know, as you're starting to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, really start to travel and speak, you know, we just kind of touched on it for a second, but did you, were there any, uh, practices or, you know, networking that you did, uh, you know, kind of how your, your speaking career took off, you know, was it in the yeah. beginning you were, okay, I, I would, I know yeah. I'm gifted for this. I got to get to that place, you know, yeah. take us kind of into that journey. What, what, what went on with that? So one of the questions I always ask clients, I'm not always, but I, I try to with different pre-event calls and talking to different companies and teams, I always ask them, uh, who's the best speaker you ever had? Hmm. Who's the best speaker you've ever, you've ever had? And then I always ask, um, you know, who's the worst speaker you've ever had? I want to make sure that I don't do what the worst speaker did and I try and, take some notes from the best speaker we've ever had. Right. One group said, uh, best speaker we've ever had was Doc Rivers. I'm like, oh, NBA coach. I'm like, okay. I, I mean, Doc Rivers. Right. Uh, you know, I was like, that's, you know. I said, well, and, and I know he's a great communicator. Right. But I just said, but I just said, hey, why? And this is what they said. They said, he was agendaless. Mm. He was agendaless. And I just thought, wow, what a. It's technically not a word, but what a great <laughs> word. You know? Right. Agendaless. They said he you could just tell he was just there to help us. Mm. And I just I thought I think that's that's what I hope people say about me. Mm. I I I hope that people feel a genuine, authentic thing with me. 
It's the one mm-hmm. of the greatest compliments you can get. Like, no, nah, that was a real deal. Like, he wasn't, he wasn't putting on a show. Wasn't putting on a performance. Yeah, he was funny. Yeah, he had the inflection. Yeah, he did that. Charismatic, whatever. But I had pretty on par with like who he is. He wasn't trying to impress us. He just yeah. was trying to just help us. So, so when it comes to like the ascension and acceleration of my speaking career, I was just trying to do a good job speaking at my church. Mm. That's it. Yeah. And honestly, that's all it still is in terms of doing a good job with whatever is in front of you. And so wow. I was speaking at my church, just trying to do a good job. So for example, uh, at one point at, at the church, I was, I'm still at, I was just in a different role. I was just the young adults director at the time and our speaking bench, if you will, we had several pastors on staff that spoke on Sundays. There was no room for me. Mm. We, we had a Wednesday night service. Well, the Wednesday night service became a little bit of a JV type of vibe. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, we don't really want to go to Wednesday night. It was a lot less people, um, a lot less everything, but I loved it. Mm. And so I was, I was one of the only communicators in the organization that raised his hand and said, Hey, I'll take Wednesday. I'll do Wednesdays, but Wednesday's not the big crowd. I don't need a big crowd. Right. I'll take whoever's there and give my very best to them. Well, what I unknowingly didn't realize is we recorded Wednesdays like we recorded Sundays. <laughs> so if you went on our website, you would be able to tell the difference, but the average person wouldn't because it was the same worship team. Right. And we never show our audience online. Hmm. And so when you would go to the website, it, it was funny. One time somebody came to the church. They said, hey, we started coming to this church because, well, it's your church, right? And I was like, no, like not even close. And I don't want it to be. And they're like, well, it's mostly you on the website. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I went and looked and it was like, if you look, they were spreading out Sundays between like three to four people. <laughs> but nobody wanted Wednesday. So you saw Ryan, somebody else, Ryan, somebody else, Ryan, somebody else, Ryan, somebody else, Ryan, somebody else. And it was like, oh, Ryan right. must be the guy. <laughs> and again, I'm giving my very best on those Wednesdays. That's right. And so little did I know that there was, you know, another church of 15,000 and a guy was watching online. Mm. And he said, hey, man, why don't you come speak at my church? I'm like, oh, man, that's great. Um, Speaking at another church and uh, a professional sports team was in, an executive from a professional sports team was in the audience. And they said, yep. that's one of the best messages I've ever heard. Would you come give that message to my team? So when people go, man, how'd you get into professional sports? You know, it's like, man, I know you love the NBA. It must be cool to work with all these NBA teams, man. You, you This was a part of the plan. Part of the plan. What plan? No plan. <laughs> you know, it's like you just, you, you. You give your best. That's right. Wherever you are. Mm. And don't make it about anything else. Wow. And so I that that's wow. that's all I've done to this day. So this weekend I'm getting ready to speak. I ain't thinking about nothing else. I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm I'm going to give my best to who's in front of me. Wow. 
40,000 people will listen to that message. Wow. But I'm just going to try and help those 40,000 people. I'm not, I'm not thinking, oh, I hope that they also give me another opportunity. I don't care. I'm just going to do a good job. And yep. what I've learned is if you do a good job for whoever is in the room, they'll, they'll tell others. I'll yep. tell their friends. Yep. So wow. And that takes so much of the pressure off because there's such oh. this performance vibe. You know, people ask you, Well, mm -hmm. did you kill it? How'd you do? Did you hit a home run? Well, if 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 the whole focus is helping others, yeah. boy, boy, it takes so much of that performance vibe because you're like truly thinking oh, of yeah. them first. Yeah, so I do I do most of my um the 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 three months that are the craziest for me are April, October, and November. Hmm. Like those months are just, just insane. Cause there's a ton of just annual events that happen during those months. They happen all year long, but that's where the, the cluster of them. Yeah. typically take place. I was, um, health wise, maybe at 60% all of October and November. Hmm. She got sick. I had this little flu thing. I had a little cold, and it just would not go. Mm. Is what it is. Yep. Yep. But the reason the reason it didn't necessarily impact my speaking is because I walked into every environment agendaless. Right. Right. So I I couldn't bring the level of energy that I would have liked to bring, but they didn't know that. Right. Exactly. Does that make sense? They're like, well, you know, listen, I, I saw his energy somewhere. It's just like, you know, it really didn't like the, the heart was still there. The mind was still there. The, the value was still there. So I, I tend to think about more what value can I add to the audience more than like, okay, what can I get from the audience? And I think when that happens, it does really resonate with the people that are bringing you in as to what is this about for them? Mm -hmm. And so um, I had one company yesterday, we were on a pre-event call and they said, hey, this is an event where our top salespeople bring their spouses mm. and they say, Hey, would you speak to our spouses? I said, yeah. They said, well, would you speak to them on chasing failure? Mm. Which is, you know, the, the other book yeah. that I wrote. Yeah. Chasing failure is my number one keynote by far. It's not even close. I mean, it's just do it in my sleep and it's, it's a, you know, it's fun. It's exciting. It's motivating. And, and people all around the world ask for it. So they asked me to do my number one keynote for these top salespeople and their spouses. Well, the top salespeople have actually already heard it. Mm. Now, that's not the issue. I just said, hey, I, I think we have an opportunity to do something different. I said, imagine if you introduced me to your top salespeople and their spouses and said, hey, here's the deal. What we realize is what it costs to be you is sometimes you have to miss some dinners. Mm. And we realize that like, to be at the top of your game, it realizes that there could put that could put some pressure on your family. So guess what? We asked one of the top speakers in the world to breathe life into your family. Wow. Give it up for Ryan Lee. I said, hey, would you guys rather do that? How many companies in the world can say that they've done that <sighs> for their top salespeople's marriages? 
Right. Wow. And they're all like, they're like, wow. Well, well, who does that? So again, it's not like, oh, I'm just this awesome speaker. It's like, no, my mindset is add value to people's lives. I said, yeah, I can do the dance. I could do my number one talk. I said, I yeah. can't tell you it's going to be my number one talk, but I promise you, I'm going to be your top salespeople's family's favorite speaker. <laughs> I promise you. Guarantee you that. Yes. And so imagine what they could pull off if their home life was awesome. Mm -hmm. And so now, now they're, they're, again, now, now it's not about, I'm not trying to sell you on my marriage talk. Right. I'm not even selling you as a marriage expert. What did I say I would do? I said I would breathe life mm. into the families of your top salespeople. What CEO doesn't want that? Right. And wow. so, wow. So, so to me, I'm going, now I was, I'm confident that I can deliver that right. at a high level. Right. But, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm not just checking a box. Does that make yeah. sense? It's like, yeah. you're, you're really thinking with people of going, Hey, what, what would, man, what would really encourage people? What would really like help them go to yes. the next level? So yes, that's what I get excited about. Like, that's what I get passionate about. It's like, oh man, but we could pass out chasing people to these, to these stay at home dads and moms. Mm -hmm. They don't care. <laughs> they ain't got <laughs> right. time to chase failure. Right. Like, I mean, sure. I can do it, but right. it's like, like why check the box? Yep. I mean, we have an opportunity that is very unique. And so I yep. was like, Hey, let's go be unique. And so. When you do that, dude, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not saying, oh, it's easy to get booked, but it's like you're, you're, you've moved on from, did I say the right words and, you know, yep. did I make them laugh or, or did I, it's like, you know, I, I put it straight to them. I go 30% of your top salespeople are considering divorce. Mm. They go, well, how do you know that? I go, how do you not know that? <laughs> right. Wow. Assume it's true. Right. Assume it's true. And let's go help them. Yes. Yep. Because mm. if they got to go perform wounded for a whole year in secret, because that's it's, it's going to be about six months before they really let you know what's going on. Yeah. Assume it's going on and let me go help them. They're right. Going, of course. That, I, mean, I mean, like who, who doesn't, who doesn't want that? Cause you're, you're, you're speaking into, you're speaking life into the families of their top salespeople. Yes. Now I'm not better than Tony Robbins. Right. I'm not better than Joe. I, I don't need to be better than anybody else. Yep. I just need to add value to the people that are in front of me. And I think when you're able to do that, I, I, you, you forget that you're, oh, I'm out here communicating you're you're living you're responding wow. you're being honest wow you're i literally i literally said to them i said for this session can i can i take off the sales he had mm. what if we just like just just took off our cool a little bit and our thing and just hey i'm 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 a married man and marriage is hard 
I'm not speaking to you as a marriage expert. In fact, I want to give you four things that I wish I was doing better in my marriage. Wow. Yep. I mean, like everyone in the room goes, I can relate to that. Right. Like, don't just come in here and just say, hey, you need to do more dates. Like, it's it's a little bit more complicated than that. And so, wow. I, 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 I try and meet people where they're at. Yep. And then say, hey, what would it look like for us to ascend and elevate together? Yep. And so, uh, so yeah, so I, I just, I try to be like insanely credible and insanely relatable at the same time. But the more you brag about yourself and your accolades, every accolade you add, the less relatable you become. And so it's a delicate wow. balance because it's like you got to be credible enough to bring them along, but you also got to be relatable for them to listen. Yep. Yep. And so like I did a marriage conference, which I was like, why are you inviting me to a marriage conference? Like your wedding story is great. I go, that's awesome. <laughs> it has nothing to do with marriage. You do right. realize that, right? It's like I've been married 10 years since, like great surprise wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but hey, like we we have an average marriage and they're like, you can't say that. And I'm like, but it's true. And I'll prove it to you. Um, you know, my wife said, Hey Ryan, there's a piece of mail coming. Please don't throw it away. I said, babe, I got it. I was watching a basketball game when she made that request. And you already know the end of the story. Threw it away. I wasn't listening. I told you. Right. Average. Right. Like that's, that's your, like we have very average tension around, you know, scheduling. Oh, dude, I thought you were gonna pick up the kids. No, I'm picking up the kids. I mean, yep. it's just, yep. And so, dude, at this marriage conference, I went. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. One of the things that I could get really, I could get so much better at this, and, and so can you. Mm. It's unspoken expectation. Wow. And I just go into the whole thing, and everyone in there goes, "This is the best marriage talk I've ever heard." I went. I wow. just told you I was average. <laughs> right. But right. again, I spoke to something that was just like, yep. hey, I I get it. Like, yep. I'm where you are. I've not arrived at this marriage place where we just, where I'm just so awesome and lucky my wife. Like, no. <laughs> right. That's not it at all. Now, again, right. I'm not, I had cheated. I had, we hadn't, we hadn't done all the, dude, we hadn't, there's no ratchetness. Right. But it's, but like I said, average, right. average. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's a, we get to travel together. And when we travel together, we're at like a 12. It's awesome. <laughs> it it's amazing. And then we get home and it's like, yeah, we're back down to like a six or a six. it's like, yep. you know, like there's, but it, somewhere in there is it's, it's, it's about average. Nothing uh. too, too, not, not too many, like, like not too many lows. Not crazy high, but by average, man. Yep. Yep. Love it to death. I but, love it. But well, I, I love, think, uh, I love yeah. that. I love that. And I love what you spoke to. Yeah. When I love what you spoke to, you know, as you're leading up to that, it's one of the reasons we started Speak With People because, you know, as, as a communicator, as I've just learned from other people, I, I really put 
you know, communicators, whether it's one-on-one or from a stage in two categories, I speak with people or I speak at them. Mm. And what I love what you just did is you, I just think you kind of just took us on a master class of speaking with, because, you know, I just want this ability as a communicator to lean in when someone's, you know, talking, cause I feel a part of the story and you just, you did yeah. that. You did that so incredibly well. I, I could ask you a million more questions. I want to honor your time. Like this has been phenomenal. Let me just ask you a couple of rapid fire questions so our audience can kind of get to know you and then we'll, we'll close up. But, um, do you have a a kind of a favorite speaking engagement that, that has stuck out? Like, is there one that's like, this is my favorite. Oh uh, man, I got, I got quite a few, man. I, I get to do some pretty fun events. Um, <laughs> Chick-fil-A was pretty cool. <laughs> um, you know, they're 9,000 owner operators. That was, wow. pretty, that was pretty rad for yep. sure. Yeah. Probably Chick-fil-A. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you had to eat, I mean, going with the food, since you just talked about Chick-fil-A, you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life. What would it be? Man, I'm a sucker for Chinese food. Okay. If I had to do it, for, like, I, I want to say pizza in my heart. But <laughs> I don't think I would live that long. Right. Does that make sense? So it's yes. like, so I think the rice and chicken is throw a little shrimp fried rice in there. I think we'd be all right. <laughs> I think, I think we could, I think, you know, throw some veggies in there. I could, but I, I'm You're not throwing set. no veggies on no pizza. That, that's a waste of our time. <laughs> I'm with you. Okay. Last question. Uh, best book you've read, you know, last couple of months. Is there one that kind of, kind of sticks out? Yep. Uh, I'm trying to see if, if I can grab it really fast. It's color coordinated. I wonder if it's in my room. It's by Tim Shore. Hmm. Um, it's called The Secret Society of Success. Oh. It is. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. And, and it's really just all about people who have been extremely successful in the shadows. Yeah. And it's wow, that's just remarkable. So I love that book. So where can uh, we find you online, social media, all Brian that kind of stuff? Okay. BrianLeak.com. It's got everything there. Everything I love it. Possibly need, so. I love it. And the book's out. Make sure you head to wherever books are sold and uh, pick up that book. Ryan, thank you so much. This was such a yeah. rich time. Appreciate you so much. And seriously, thank again, you. if you're ever in Tampa, like our team would love to take yes. you to lunch or grab coffee. And uh, Sounds good. I really appreciate, appreciate it, man. your heart and vulnerability. So sure. thanks so much for being on the podcast. Well, thanks for joining us on this week's Speak With People podcast. Again, we exist because we believe words matter. A healthy communication is oxygen-free relationships. If you're looking to grow your communication, join us at the Speakers Conference, March 21 to 23 in 2023. Go to thespeakersconference.com. We're going to learn together how we can inspire people to lean in. Just appreciate you. Thanks again for being on the podcast and uh, joining us. Hope you leave a review and uh, be here next week. And we'll see you again. Thanks. Thanks.